We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. The recording has started. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our broadcast. Amen. Praise God. It is a blessing. Amen. Glory to God to have you here. Amen. Praise God on this time of fellowship. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. We're getting ready to get started here. Amen. Praise God on our word for today. Amen. Praise God. We thank the Most High God for another day. Amen. Praise God that he has given us to come together and fellowship. Amen. Praise God and to be in his very presence. Amen. Truly, it is a blessing and it is an honor. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to prepare to go before the throne of grace and mercy. Amen. Praise God with prayer. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to ask you, amen. Praise God to turn your faces towards, amen. Praise God, the most high God at this time. Amen. Praise God. And just begin to tell him thank you. Amen. Praise God. For truly, we have so much to be thankful for. Amen. Glory to God. So Let's begin to go into a time of prayer. Amen. Glory to God. Let's begin to lift up our voices. Amen. Praise God and begin to tell our God thank you. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Let's begin to reflect on. Amen. Praise God. The goodness of the Lord. Amen. Praise God in all that he has done for us. Amen. Praise God for truly. Amen. Praise God. He has done great things for us. Amen. Praise God. So let us begin to seek the Lord in prayer at this time. To the Most High God, we come before you at this time of prayer, humbling ourselves before you. We are truly grateful and we are truly thankful, God, for this opportunity. Father, we thank you, O oh God, for how you have kept us, how you have protected us, and how you have been there for us and you've never left us so god right now we thank you for being el shaddai for you are the all-sufficient god we thank you oh god that you are god almighty and you are god all by yourself we thank you that you are the god that is able to destroy as well as lift up you are El Shaddai, the all-sufficient God. You are the God that is able to supply our every needs according to our riches in glory. So that's why we set our faces towards heaven at this time. We thank you for being the all-overpowering God. You are almighty. You are the God of the beginning as well as the end. You are God of the finished as well as the unfinished work that we have done. Oh God, we come to thank you for just being the God of love. 
the God that is able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Oh, most high God, we thank you. Oh, most high God of Israel, we praise you. Oh, most high God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, we come right now before you, oh God, to thank you, oh God, for being El Elyon, the most high God, the God of our strength, oh God. We, When we are weak, oh God, we can say that you are strong. And so let the weak say that thy are strong. We thank you, oh God, that you are able, Father God, to give us what we need in our times of need. So we thank you, oh God, for being El Oliam. Amen. You are the everlasting God in the name of of Jesus, oh God. You are the creator and the sustainer of life, oh God. And at this time, oh God, we speak life, Father, to those, Father God, that seem like, God, that they have lost their way. We speak over them right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we say to them, oh God, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God has delivered them out of them all. We thank you for delivering the people out of places, oh God, where they felt like their life was over. And God, we continue to pray for the bereavement, those that are going through the loss of loved ones and those that are struggling, Father God, with those that are dealing with addictions, oh God, those that are going through abuse, those, Father God, that are not, Father God, walking, Father God, in the will of God, we're praying for salvation. We're praying for salvation, Father, to touch the hearts of the people and to bring them to you. For you are El Roy, you are the God who sees. You see when we don't see, God. So we ask you to open up our eyes, oh God, that if there's anything, God, that we have overlooked, oh God, please, God, begin to show us, Father, the way. Father, begin to put us back on the right pathway, oh God, that we will begin to trust you and to follow you in all of your ways. But we thank you right now, God. We thank you, God, and we can't thank you enough, oh God, and right now for your word, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for your mighty word, for your word being quick and for your word being powerful. But we ask right now that your word will rest upon our hearts, oh God, and that we will begin, Father God, to do exploits in the land. Oh, thank you for being a great God. Thank you for being the God of knowledge. And God, we give you praise. And we ask for wisdom to understand your word on today. Thank you for your glory. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for your presence. In the awesome and mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, we do pray. Amen. Amen. And praise the all-everlasting God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Once again, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Amen. Praise God. We welcome you. Amen. To our time of fellowship. Amen. Praise God. We invite you to come from the north, south, east, and west. Amen. We are calling you into this place. Amen. Praise God. Where the presence of the Lord is rich and where the presence of the Lord is full and adds no sorrow. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I am Apostle Sylvia Staples. Amen. Praise you, the Lord of the Message of Christ Church. Amen. Praise God. And this is our Saturday Shabbat Shalom. Amen. Praise God. So shalom to everyone. Amen. Praise God. Blessings and peace be upon you, upon your family, and upon your friends, as well as your enemies. Amen. Praise God. We do thank God for his peace. 
that surpasses all understanding. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we're going to get into our topic for today. Amen. Praise God. Um, we've been dealing with a topic here. Amen. Praise God on our time of sharing the word. Uh, we've been dealing with a topic that um, is is such an awesome topic. Amen. Praise God. Just the mention of this topic gives us the strength that we need. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to look at Philippians, the fourth chapter. Philippians, the fourth chapter. Let's go there. Amen. Praise God. And begin to read the word of the Lord. Amen. Praise God. That is Philippians, the fourth chapter. And we will start reading at the 11th verse. 11, 12, and 13. Amen. Praise you, the Lord. Glory to God. Let us begin reading. Amen. Praise God. Philippians, the fourth chapter, verse 11. Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. 13 verse. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Amen. Praise God. And the word of the Lord, amen, is blessed. Amen. Praise God. Here in the fourth chapter, amen, praise God, of Philippians, amen. Uh, yes, the Apostle Paul here in the fourth chapter of Philippians was actually in prison. Amen. Praise God. And if we read back in the book of Acts, amen, chapter 28, we will see how the Apostle Paul, amen, praise God, was wrongfully in prison simply for preaching the gospel. Amen. Praise God. It's amazing to look at, amen, praise God, how, amen, praise God, there are those that will continue to persecute you and can try to convict you wrongfully because of the gospel. Amen. Praise God. You understand that the Apostle Paul, amen, praise God, was not in prison because of any plot or any rebelliousness or because he had committed any act of terrorism. Amen. Praise God. He was only guilty of preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. So here in the book of Philippians, amen, praise God, the Apostle Paul is in Rome under house arrest. My God, glory to God. And he is writing this letter to the Philippian church, glory to God, to thank them for the gift that they had sent him. Oh, my God, glory to God. I just want to begin to reflect on our topic. Our topic for our study is, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Glory to God. So as you look at the Apostle Paul, he was not in what we call a good place. He was not in a place where he wanted a man to be. 
But wherever he was, he had the contentment and the joy of the Lord down on the inside of him. So we're going to talk about some things on today of how you can rise up and be in a place of contentment, knowing that whatever comes, that you are able to do all things through Christ that strengthens you. In other words, you will be able to understand and you will be able to speak Romans, the 8th chapter, verses 38 and 39 with boldness, which says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, my God. Yes, the Apostle Paul had gotten to a place in life, amen, praise God, that he was totally convinced that nothing could separate him from the Lord God Almighty. So today, sons and daughters of the Most High God. I just want to talk to you a little bit about the word contentment. 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 As we look in the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter, and as we began to look, amen, praise God, at the scriptures that we have just read. Amen. Praise God concerning, amen, praise God, the Apostle Paul. Amen. Praise God. The one thing that kept sticking in my spirit was that word contentment. Amen. Praise God. The word contentment. So the Apostle Paul mentioned in the 12th verse of Philippians, the fourth chapter, the word abased. Amen. Praise God. The word abased. The word abased means to make yourself to seem less important or to not deserve the respect. My God, can anybody, amen, praise God, glory to God, identify to where the Apostle Paul was? In other words, he wasn't trying to make his title known. He knew, amen, praise God, even in prison, who he was. He knew how to humble himself, amen, praise God, as well as be a person of esteem. Amen, praise God. He didn't care if he was respected or disrespected. He knew his place in God. And as long as he was content with who God was and who God had called him to be, he understood that he could not be moved. And so as we look at the word contentment, glory to God, I want to first warn you that the word contentment does not mean that you're going to be comfortable. Glory to God. As we look at the Apostle Paul, some of you probably got probably cannot imagine being in a place such as prison or being in a place, amen, glory to God, without shelter or without food. But 
still out of his mouth and out of his belly flowed the rivers of living water because he learned how to be abased. Whether he was up or whether he was down, he still looked to the hills from which cometh his help because he knew all of his help came from the Lord. So he was writing to people that were not locked up. Amen. Praise God. And by doing that, he was expressing his gratitude, not only for the gift that they have given him, but the gratitude of the Spirit of God being so evident in his life. My God, in the name of Jesus, he was arrested. But I hear in the Spirit that God is saying, some of you have been arrested and some of you have been on lockdown. But this is the season where God is getting ready to reverse your status. No, no, no. You're no longer going to be on lockdown. Amen. Praise God. You're no longer going to be in places of being. Amen discriminated and down because I hear the Lord saying that I'm reversing your status and I am reversing and he is sending back to the enemy that which the enemy tried to place upon you and so as you keep your contentment knowing that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you, I believe that we are in that kind of season. Amen. Praise God that you need to know. Amen. Praise God where your help comes from, where your joy lies. Amen. Praise God. The Philippians church was concerned about the Apostle Paul. You know, sometimes we hear about people being in some sad situations and we began to show some concern, but the Apostle Paul began to tell them, oh my God, in the name of Jesus, glory to God, not that I'm in any want, glory to God, for when you have God on your side, he says, I will supply all of your what? All of your needs according to my riches in glory. There was not a need that the Apostle Paul was lacking in. Yes, he appreciated the gift, but most of all, he, he appreciated the gift of the Holy Ghost. My God, the Holy Spirit that was able to lift him up when he's down. The Holy Spirit that was able to bring to his remembrance every word, every word, every word that the Lord God Almighty had placed in his heart. In other words, the thing that he had hidden in his heart. It was the time for the Holy Spirit to begin to bring it to his remembrance and remind him that the same God, amen, praise God, glory to God, that was with you when you were not in prison is the same God that is with you in prison. My God, he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Contentment, contentment, contentment. The word contentment. The word contentment means or it signifies to be sufficient, to possess sufficient strength, uh, um, to be strong enough for a thing. <laughs> Glory to God. I don't know what your thing is, but where you think you are weak and you can't go through it, that's when the spirit of the living God begins to make you strong and begins to give you supernatural sufficient strength to overcome every doctor's report, to overcome every death threat, to overcome every bad plot that the enemy's trying to push you into, to overcome every trial 
to overcome every temptation. My God, the Bible says that there is no temptation. My God, somebody needs to hear me. Glory to God. Glory to God. Yes, the Bible says over in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, in the 13th verse, there has no temptation taking you, but such as is common to me. But God, but God, it didn't say but your mom, but your dad, or neither your friends, but God is faithful. Who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with the temptation, I wonder if I'm talking to anybody that the enemy's trying to tempt you. Amen. Praise God with things that you are going through. My God. But with the temptation, also make a what? A way to escape that ye may be able to bear it. Come on, somebody. I am talking to you today concerning contentment because it is the contentment that is in your heart that is going to give you the foundation that is going to help you to bear and escape the temptation that the enemy is trying to put upon you. My God, in the name of Jesus. So content means to signify, to be sufficient, to possess uh, sufficient strength, to be strong enough for a thing. Now, understand that the word contentment can fall into three categories. In other words, there are three pathways that you are going to have to take in order to apply contentment. And the first, amen, praise God, application of contentment, praise God, is that a person can be content no matter what the circumstance. Amen. The first step in being content, amen, praise God, is, is, is knowing that no matter what the circumstance is, you can have contentment. Whether you're up or whether you're down, the first thing that you need to understand is that you can be content no matter what the circumstance is. Come on, somebody. The second walk of, of contentment is, amen, is having a spiritual principle of dependence on the Lord God Almighty rather than human help or self-reliance. You can't do it. The second pathway of contentment is having a spiritual dependency on the Most High God rather than human help or your own self-reliance. Oh, bless the name of my God. Jesus. The third pathway of contentment is, is that contentment can be learned. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. We're over in Philippians, the fourth chapter, right there in the 11th verse, it says, the Apostle Paul says, not that I speak in respect of, of want, for I have learned. And whatsoever state I am there with to be content. Not that I speak in respect of want. You see, you have to understand. My mind, is, my mind goes back to um, the apostles that were at the gate. 
when the man laid there and was crying out and asking for help. My God, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. I believe that's over in Acts, the third chapter. Amen. Praise God. It was Peter and John. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says that they went up together. Amen. In the temple at the hour of prayer. Amen. Praise God. Being the ninth hour. Amen. Praise God. And there was a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried there. And they laid him there daily at the temple gate. Amen. Praise God. When Peter and John saw this man, amen, praise God, uh, Peter put his eyes upon the man and so did John. Glory to God. And this is what I like about this. Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, such as I have, Give I thee in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach of Nazareth, rise up and walk. See, you have to understand. Sometimes we give out of concern. Glory to God to people. Glory to God. And it's good to give to people. But 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 over in Philippians, the fourth chapter, amen, praise God, when the Apostle Paul Amen. Praise God was talking to the Philippians and he was thanking them. Amen. Praise God for the gift. And he says, not that I speak in respect of one. In other words, no disrespect to the gift that you gave me. Amen. Praise God. But what I need right now, amen. Praise God. I have done on the inside of me. And that is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Sometimes we have to know what to give. Sometimes, amen. Praise God. Yes, it's good to give food and it's good to give water, but sometimes, amen, praise God, we got to know even how to give prayer to somebody. We have to know even, hallelujah, how to reach out and encourage somebody. Glory to God, but for most most all, we need to understand and we need to find ourselves in the place that if don't nobody give us anything, if don't nobody pray for us, if don't nobody reach out and bless us with anything, we will be able to go down on the inside of our well, down in our bellies, in the deepness of our souls, and begin to pour out, amen, praise God, the rivers of living waters. That will begin to encourage us to let us know that I don't have a need and I don't have a want. I speak in respect, amen, praise God, of want. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Not that I want anything. I didn't write to you because I wanted you to feel sorry for me. I didn't write to you because I wanted you to have pity on me. I didn't write to you because I wanted you to send me anything. And it's good, amen, to do those things. But the Apostle Paul was in a place. He was in a place. Understand that he wanted them to see the gift of God in him more than he wanted them. Amen. Praise God to see the gift that they gave him. Amen. Praise Praise God. Oh, yes. Glory to God. That is what God wants us to show. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. When we get in these places that cause us to be in prison, on lockdowns, in shut-ins. Amen. Praise God. What are you showing the people that you have? Oh, come on, somebody. The Apostle Paul said, y'all missing it. Y'all still not seeing what I've been preaching. And yes, glory to God. I'm grateful. Amen. I will forever be grateful when people do things. 
things for me, but sometimes people need to acknowledge that you got God in you, that they see the God in you, and he's working it out for your good. Glory to God. I know how to be abased. Even here in this prison, I know how to humble myself. I don't have to flaunt my title. Glory to God. I know who I am. I know my Redeemer living. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. So the Apostle Paul, in other words, the Apostle Paul said, I have learned. I have learned. I have learned. I have learned through trials and tribulations. I have learned through sickness and through pain. I have learned, amen, praise God, by being beaten, by being rejected, by being thrown off the boat, amen, glory to God, by being bitten by snakes. I have learned, hallelujah, how to trust in the Lord and be content. It's my contentment that has given me the crown of righteousness. Oh, my glory to God. The Apostle Paul knew this is the season for us to get our confidence and contentment back. Yes. Get your confidence and your contentment back. The Apostle Paul knew that his strength alone would fail. How many know that there's sometimes that you're not going to be as strong as you are? Hallelujah. Your strength, depending on what's attacking you and what's coming against you, sometimes you're going to get low in your spirit. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. And the only way for, for the Apostle Paul to know, amen, the way to be content is that he was satisfied with God. Glory to God. So, again, whatever comes, whatever goes, glory to God, whatever whatever is being planned, amen, praise God, glory to God, whatever comes against you, amen, praise God, whatever principalities and evilnesses, evil of wickedness in high places that tries to come against you, amen, you are satisfied with God. Amen. Glory to God. With God alone. Amen. Praise God. I am satisfied with God alone because I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Oh, my God, in the name of Jesus, for just about a few more minutes here, let me give you a little bit more information about the word contentment. Do I have anybody here on this broadcast that can say that you are going to walk in contentment. Yes, I am going to be satisfied with God no matter what comes and what goes. My satisfaction and my confidence and strength is in the Lord. Glory to God, the sufficient one. Amen. Praise God. He is strong and he is mighty and he's never lost a battle. Amen. Praise God. My contentment, amen, praise God, is based on, amen, praise God, my God, amen, praise God, and the power and the glory, amen, glory to God that he has. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So let's look at this word, contentment. Amen. Praise God. I want to give you a few things. Amen. Praise God about 
contentment. I have some areas that I want to share with you concerning this word contentment. Amen. Praise God. I'm just going to give you the first area. Amen. Glory to God. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about the other areas. Amen. Praise God. The next time we're here. Amen. On our time of fellowship. Amen. Praise God. But this is something that I want to bring to your attention. The first thing that I want to talk to you about, amen, concerning contentment, amen, praise God, is that when you are walking in contentment, amen, praise God, don't become complacent in your situation. In other words, you might be there But don't make it permanent when God's only trying to make it temporary. And the temporary time that you are there, his sufficient strength and his sufficient grace, his grace is sufficient. Amen. Praise God. And so do not become complacent or do not become confused form to the attack that is upon you. My God, glory to God. The apostle Paul knew that he was in prison, but he didn't let prison conform him. Amen. Praise God. He conformed the prison. Amen. He dictated, amen. Praise God, how his life was going to be even behind bars. You can still get the victory. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So complacent. What does the word complacent, to be complacent means? It means being pleased with yourself to the point that you do not strive to make the necessary changes to grow and move forward. My God, did, did anybody hear what I was saying? How comfortable, how comfortable are you in that place where the enemy, amen, praise God, is causing all kind of pain? Don't get comfortable with your pain. Don't get comfortable with your bad health. Don't get comfortable with any addiction. Don't get comfortable, amen, praise God, with your mind being doubled. Don't get comfortable, amen, with that broken heart. Don't get comfortable, amen, praise God, in that messed up, amen, lifestyle that the enemy is trying to make you comfortable in. Amen. Complacent. Complacent means being pleased with yourself to the point you do not strive to make the necessary changes to grow and move forward. Let me add a word to that. Being pleased with yourself in bad places, in hurtful places, in wrong places, in painful places, in stressed out places. Being pleased with yourself, amen, praise God, in, in places, amen, praise God, of being confused find, amen, to the evil works of the enemy or to your flesh, amen, praise God, to the point where you will want to stay there and die, amen, praise God, instead of getting up, amen, praise God, and living, amen, praise God, so don't allow the enemy to place you, God places you where he wants to plant you, you will not be planted by the enemy, you will be planted by God, in other words, Amen. Praise God. Those people that become complacent with the enemy's works and the flesh and the things of this world and the pain and the torture and the torment, they become satisfied, amen, praise God, with with the accomplishment of failing and not reaching their goals. They do not try to do better. 
parts, it's easier for them to stay where they are. It's easy for them to stay and keep the understanding that they have instead of trying to press into a place of wisdom and knowledge and understanding more. There are some people that do not want to learn more. They feel like they know everything or they want to do it when they are ready. Amen. Praise God. But I come to tell you today, don't become complacent. Amen. Praise God with the lack, amen, of understanding and studying the word of God. The time is now. You need to begin to study so that you can begin to apply it to the new place, amen, where God is sending you the new assignments that God has attached to your life. Amen. Yes, yes, there's a door that is opening for you. Amen. Praise God that you, amen, praise God, cannot stay where you are. Amen. Praise God. You got to move forward and get to the place where God is calling you to. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. So in other words, amen, praise God, don't be satisfied. Amen. Praise God with failure. Don't be satisfied, amen, praise God, with going back. Amen, praise God. Don't be satisfied, amen, praise God, with knowing the same thing year after year. Amen, praise God. God says it's time to do better and it's time to know how to do better. Amen, praise God. Let me give you a natural parable of the word complacent. My God, is anybody getting anything out of this word? Amen. Praise God. Natural. I want to give you a natural parable of the word complacent. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. And um, I'm going to use an illustration of, of gluttony or someone that refuses to change their eating habits in the natural realm. Uh, there are people that continue to eat things and um, consume certain food like potato chips and pork and junk food and tremendous amount of sweets. Amen. Praise God. And um, they will begin to speak out of their mouth that God will bless me with good health. Amen. Praise God. Because we have this is what happens. We become complacent with just speaking the word of God. Amen. Praise God. And the enemy has us so blinded that he has us thinking that we can just speak the word of God, but we don't have to live the word of God, or we don't have to be in alignment with the word of God. We can do whatever we want to do as, as long as we still call him God and as I father and Throw our hands up, amen, praise God, glory to God, and read the word every now and then. We can ask him for what we will, and it shall be done. And that's a spirit of complacement. You are still trying to underconnive, amen, and scheme God, amen, praise God. In other words, you are complacent. You're showing complacement in just speaking words out of your mouth that are constantly falling to the ground that have no effect, that have no power, and have no effect authority because the spirit of the living God is not dwelling in you. Amen. You might have the spirit, but the spirit is not in control because you are deciding to allow yourself and your flesh, amen, praise God, to fill your heart with gluttony. My God. 
So people become complacent with saying words that have no authority, even though God's word is quick and powerful, it always connects with the spirit. And if the spirit is not dwelling in you because you're grieving the spirit, amen, praise God, with your ways and with your attitude and with your character, the spirit is not moving and the spirit, the spirit of God will not dwell in an unclean temple. So you're complacent with just saying things, but you're not, amen, praise God, understanding that you need to have, amen, praise God, a relationship and a fellowship with God. Complacent with just saying words that sound good. Amen. Praise God. Let's get through this. Amen. Praise God. So the word complacent means to have an unconcerned attitude about changing or it means to have an unconcerned attitude about being self about self-satisfying yourself not obeying or understanding the word of God and what it has to say about your situation so in other words, you are unconcerned about what God's word has to say about your situation. The only thing you want to do is eat what you want to eat, do what you want to do, and then you want God to take it away without you changing your heart. My God. Glory to God. Let's get through this. I'm going to leave you with this. A, a powerful a powerful definition of the word complacent is being a person that is that is being too confident and relaxed when God strengthens, suggests you or commands you to make to move, you stay. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes, glory to God. So, so, so complacent is um, a person that is so self-confident and relaxed in the way that they operate in handling their situations, the way that they want to. When God speaks to them, amen, praise God, it begins to give them, amen, praise God, his will and his way, amen, praise God, we continue to do it our way, which keeps us complacent and keeps us in the same place. Amen. Praise God. So instead of going forward, amen, we remain where we are or even go back because of the self-confidence and the relaxation in your mindset. Amen. Praise God. So we're going to continue to talk about this word contentment. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The next time we come here on the broadcast. So let us just have prayer. Father, you are great. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, God. We can't thank you enough for your word. Thank you for watering us, Father, and thank you for feeding us, God, and giving us strength, amen, through your word. Oh, God, we just bless you, God, for just opening up our understanding, oh, God, that we will be able to trust you in all of our ways and lean not to our own understanding. 
In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we do pray. Amen, amen, and praise the Lord God Almighty. Amen. Praise God, praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody, and thank you for joining us here on our Saturday Shabbat Shalom um, Rhema Word Time. Amen. Praise God. We have been blessed to have you fellowship with us here. I am Apostle Sylvia Staples of the Message of Christ Church. Amen. Praise God. And this is our time. Amen. Praise God. Our Saturday fellowship. Come back and fellowship with us here every Saturday at um, 6 o'clock p.m. We're right here on this teleconference line, 712-770-5603. And the access code is 4201123. Invite someone and share the broadcast. Amen. Praise God. We're also here Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time right here on our teleconference line. And we're also here every Thursday at 6, 6.30 p.m. for our prayer clinic. If you desire your prayer, call in every Thursday at 6.30. And our line is open. Amen. Praise God for you to make your prayer request. Amen. Praise God. Visit our website, sylviastaplesministries.com. Amen. Praise God. We have a 24-hour, uh, seven days a week prayer uh, radio podcast. Amen. Praise God. Where you can listen to, amen. Praise God. Our broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. And I want to thank God for the I Am Prayer team. Amen. Praise God that is here praying. Amen. Through every broadcast. Thank God for intercessors from all around the world. Amen. Praise God. So come on back and fellowship with us if you've been blessed. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to ask you to sow a seed into our ministry. You can do that by going to our website, sylviastaplesministries.com. All the information is there for you to sow into the ministry. Amen. Praise God. If you would like to be a part of our prayer team, amen. Praise God. Please contact us, amen, at 773 703- Six zero nine two zero seven one. You can be an intercessor no matter where you are, no matter what city you live in. Amen. Praise God. We thank God for those of you that are going to reach out and contact us. Amen. We praise God for those of you that are listening to our broadcast on today. Amen. Praise God. And at this time, amen. Praise God. Our broadcast is now over. God bless everybody and everybody have a blessed and wonderful, wonderful evening. God bless and goodbye. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.